Hello. <laughs> hey. Hello. Fancy seeing you here. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise. What a surprise. <laughs> um, so I'm Sunny Paxton, and my co-host today is Brandon Keanu. And hey. uh, we are on the Raw Thoughts podcast. Raw Thoughts podcast is basically where I come up with a random topic and we just kind of go into it. We explore our raw thoughts on it, you know, bring up any stories we have, any, uh, I don't know, anecdotes, any <laughs> theories, opinions, those kind of things. And we just see where the conversation takes us and it might end up in a completely different place, but I'm here for it. <laughs> so yeah, <welcome laughs> <Me too>. Brandon. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the introduction. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So today we are talking about, um, I just want to explore our raw thoughts on procrastination. I think it's a topic that <laughs> we both can relate to. Mm-hmm. We both, you know, know all too well. So um, I guess I just want to get first of all, I'll just jump right into it. Why do you think that we procrastinate or what do you like struggle most with procrastinating, I guess? And I'm going to answer too. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah, procrastination is a hard topic because it's so touchy. I feel like I can procrastinate a lot when I'm not confident in what I'm doing mm. or I feel like there's judgment around what I'm doing from myself or others. And that like holds me back a lot from starting, especially. Yeah. Yeah, I relate to that so much. Like, I feel like a lot of it is just like, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people think procrastination is about like being lazy or something, but I usually never procrastinate things that I'm not afraid of. So like, I'm Mm -hmm. more like leaning to the side, like I'm starting to realize more and more now, like, oh, maybe like, I don't know, maybe procrastination is more about emotions, right? And not really about like how like lazy of a person you are Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that there's like a lot of like opinions on that you know like just like I feel like we judge ourselves a lot for being lazy you know when we procrastinate and then it makes it even worse (laughs) yeah I also always had this idea like my whole life that I'm a procrastinator and that's like what I am and my mom always was like I'm like I procrastinate that's just you know what I do so it was almost like a character trait and not something you could actually control in my life you know right yeah yeah it's just like oh like it's yeah it's it's kind of dangerous when you get into that like oh it's just how I am because then you never really like explore deeper and it's so weird because it's like even if for me to say I'm a procrastinator it's not even a true statement because there are a lot of things that I don't procrastinate right like (laughs) we all do things every day and I don't like procrastinate every single thing that I do maybe some some days it feels like that yeah (laughs) but like In reality, I do just get some things done when I need to get them done, right? And so I think sometimes it can be very, like, it can kind of get you into that mindset more when you said you, like, turn it into your identity. And I definitely relate to that, too. Just, like, I don't know, having teachers tell you that or, like, just Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. You just kind of would embody it. And then that would make it worse too. On top of the like judgment of yourself and like all that stuff. <laughs> I feel like it's yeah. pretty deep stuff. I feel like it's deeper than like people think, you know? Like people are just like, oh, procrastinating, like lazy. Yeah, you're just lazy. Yeah. But there's always. Which something. I also always had that belief growing up too that I'm lazy, you know, in some sort of way. So. Yeah. yeah and it's hard to like even know where that comes from because like capitalism is so. Not to get into that, but like, I mean, yeah, I guess. Capitalism is just so, like, you're built on production and, like, what you get done. Mm-hmm. So to be, to feel like you're a procrastinator in that society can sometimes feel like you are, like, a failure, you know? And it's way easier, I think, to, like, fall into that because if you're not producing, then you're not <laughs> worth anything or something like that. So it's hard to not, like, get into that mindset, too. Yeah, I feel like school makes it really hard to uh like procrastinate and figure out like why you're doing that because like in school it's just like go 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 make 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 and like they just always want you going like summer vacation is not that long (laughs) it should Mm -hmm. be longer in my opinion and like I feel like it's never talked about to like high school students especially like burnout and feeling like you know not motivated anymore at least in my experience that was never talked about really yeah and that's a real thing for like I mean all sorts of professions but like also like Mm -hmm. a lot of the time artists and stuff because it is hard to like produce meaningful art on a schedule right sometimes Mm -hmm. um but again everything's kind of geared towards that so it can be really hard to I mean sometimes it even goes into the category of like am I just procrastinating or am I literally just like sometimes need a break you know because maybe even the standards that you like we set for ourselves are way too high and so it's inevitable that some things are going to need to be procrastinated because we can't get everything done that we expect ourselves to get done you know maybe that could also be part of it like just being like perfectionistic you know (laughs) yeah like not even starting something because you're already scared that it's not going to be perfect right yeah and like okay so the more I like look into psychology because I was like kind of curious and you both like you know um Dr. Kirk like psychology in Seattle Mm -hmm. he um did a podcast on procrastination just I think it was like a brief like it wasn't like a deep dive or anything but um he was just saying that like it is often more of an emotional management problem not a time management problem as like most people are like oh yeah it's time management like but really we all know you know when you like you have a paper or something but like you're cleaning your entire house and like you're doing productive things but just not the thing that you need to be doing (laughs) so it's not like about time management I think sometimes it's more about like we're avoiding a certain emotion and that thing just like is really dripping with that emotion you know and we're like nope I don't want to go there like that I want to avoid that you know yeah and I feel like actually (laughs) I experienced that recently with um all sorts of stuff but like taxes can definitely be one example of that where it's like 
you know you have to do it you know that but then at the same time there's just this kind of like at least for me when I like have awareness of it I look inside myself and like I'm like yeah there is a fear there actually yeah it's not just that I'm lazy I'm actually scared a little bit I'm like I'm scared of like getting that feeling you know when you sit down and you look at something and you're like I have no idea what I'm doing you know like that's Mm -hmm. feeling is very scary and so sometimes I think I avoid that feeling or like feeling like there's more to it than I thought or like it might be more work than I thought sometimes I avoid stuff for that which again it totally backfires it doesn't make any sense but maybe if I help myself with the emotion and got help with the emotion that's more of the problem than just like because I don't know what the other solution is just like make yourself do it that's the whole issue with procrastination you can't just make yourself do it yeah it never works like that you just end up beating yourself up for like when you didn't have to I feel like a lot of people can relate to the the taxes thing when it comes to procrastination too Right. It's like a scary thing and it can be a scary thing if you're not used to dealing with numbers and like government documents and all of that. Yeah, I know it is scary. It's like just so, I don't know overwhelming especially when you're young of course. Overwhelming. You you, you Mm -hmm. haven't like done it a lot of times and there's just a lot of fear that you might get something wrong even or like literally like commit tax fraud somehow like, yeah. there's like that kind of fear and so that it can even be fears as strong as that of like oh my god what if I go to jail because <laughs> like, I do this wrong and then you know that that can be a reason why you avoid something but I definitely don't think it's just because people are lazy and I just don't even really know what lazy even is when I think about it <laughs> like I'm like I feel like there's always something deeper than just people. I don't know. I think lazy is just mm-hmm. a way to be like, I'm just being lazy. But it's like, but why? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, why? Sometimes like lazy, quote unquote, is even good, you know? Like if you're actually resting and like giving yourself a break and really honoring that then like are you really being lazy and if you're avoiding something and like having deep fears about something is that really lazy either no no it's just you're struggling with you're struggling with something (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it's really I don't know it's interesting so like based on the I don't know I guess based on the fear thing like what things do you tend to procrastinate on? And I guess, like, I'm wondering if we can maybe, like, I mean, I can also, like, share mine if you're not comfortable, but, like, just, and then they kind of go into, like, what you think the fear is behind it, because I feel like it's kind Mm -hmm. of good to, like, explore that and be, like, hmm, what is actually, what am I fearing about that task? Like, what, or not even fearing, but what negative emotion am I avoiding with that task, in that task, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, a huge one for me right now is schoolwork. It's just right. so daunting. And I've put it off for so long. Like there are projects that were due like weeks ago, and I still haven't brought myself to do it. Mm-hmm. It's been really difficult. But yeah. I think a huge thing there is like, 
having to actually put in the work and Mm -hmm. doing it and finding out that like I can't actually do it or it's actually really hard yeah because before it was even before I was procrastinating it or like before it was due I like didn't even start it either I was just like I'll start it later it's not that hard it's not that hard and then as I kept saying that it started to get like more and more stressful Mm. seemed more difficult right and feeling like in my case like for schoolwork people are gonna look at it and judge it like critique it you know grade it and like I'm I'm scared of like getting a bad mark or and thinking I also feel like I can sometimes think that like my mark or what people think is like just the truth and like my worth I can like tie it to my worth as like a designer or as a person sometimes Mm -hmm. oh that can be so hard because like Mm -hmm. like I think we were talking about this before but just with numbers it's hard to not get into that tendency because you see like perfect the perfect score and then you see how far away you are from that and it just inherently like makes you kind of focus on like the flaws or like want to get there instead of like I don't know I guess being more embodied in your work and exploring yourself and like you know I guess I feel like that's why like teacher comments would just be nicer or I guess just a different style of grading but that's not Mm -hmm. yeah it sucks that's just kind of like what it is right now you know and I can imagine that like so much pressure and especially if you're feeling like especially you know oh I I might sit down and realize that I can't do this to my standards or that it's a lot more Mm -hmm. work than I thought and then there's a pressure of and then people are gonna see it so it's like this feeling of like helplessness and then, like, embarrassment almost, or, like, pre-embarrassment or pre, like, judgment, fear of judgment, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's, like, very loaded. You know, there's a lot of emotions there. Like, you know, it's not just you being lazy. It's, like, there's a lot of difficult emotions to deal with just by sitting down and working on that. Like, it's a lot to work through, <laughs> you know? It's a lot harder than For just, sure. you know, doing the work. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like especially my peers seeing it because in like today's world right now like the pandemic we're at home I'm not seeing or meeting any of these people I don't know them personally so there's like no comfort there right yeah having a connection with somebody and like them looking at my work but they know me like I have no idea who these people are there's like 30 of them yeah. being online like that yeah it must feel kind of hard to like humanize them you know mm-hmm. like yeah because when you're in like in class and like you go to see people you get to know them and they become human and you become human to them even like mm-hmm and they may not say as harsh of things or and they'll learn how to like talk to me mm-hmm. and like, how I talk to them but just through the computer you can't really get those 
cues or like that connection. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a reason why I guess it's so much easier to leave a comment, a mean, nasty comment online than mm-hmm. it is to say that to someone's face, right? Like, it, it's just so much, you're so much less connected to, to that there's a human on the other side. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I can imagine, obviously, I don't think your classmates are being nasty, but like, I could just imagine, yeah. like, you know, they're going to be a little... I don't know. It's going to affect them a bit that, you know, like you said, they don't, it's a bit harder to see you as a person just being online. Like it's a bit harder. So yeah, I can imagine that. That's kind of a scary, (laughs) scary situation. Yeah. And they don't do that. Obviously no one's very mean about it, but it's definitely a fear there Mm -hmm. that happening. Yeah. And just, yeah, like you said, just not feeling comfortable or connected and like, you know, I guess I can imagine if you had a class with, like, a good class environment, it'd be way more, you'd feel just more comfortable there to share and mm-hmm. be more vulnerable. And, again, I guess that just shows how important, like, attachment is in human relationships and everything that we do, right? Like, in school, in work, in, <laughs> like, everything. Yeah, you know? totally. Our ability to thrive kind of depends on us being able to feel secure and feel like, you know? Like, yeah, we can trust that space. So, yeah, it sucks to not have that when you're online. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm sure that can be a would be a huge thing that would contribute to like procrastination, right? Yeah, not feeling safe, just wanting to avoid that, putting yourself out there in that space because you don't feel comfortable. Totally yeah, and uh, makes it easy to procrastinate too because if. I just don't do it and don't think about it. There's nothing reminding me of it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have to go. <laughs> the I don't have to talk to people about it. I can literally just ignore it so easily. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It must be so easy to just get disconnected from. I've heard that's mm-hmm. like a common uh, thing. People are struggling with the, with the online school. It's so mm-hmm. easy to avoid it. You know, it's like built for avoidance (laughs) literally just avoid it yeah that's crazy i feel like speaking of things that we avoid i'm Mm -hmm. curious on like something that's maybe more like mundane what do you think the fear is behind it like i guess probably a lot of them just have similar core fears right like there's a lot of human emotion just kind of boils down to like these core feelings and emotions and fears and Mm -hmm. I feel like this is stuff like procrastination on laundry or on like dishes, stuff like that. Like, what do you think the fear is behind that? <laughs> like, I'm like, hmm, like, I guess it's a similar thing of like, I'm afraid that I'm going to get there and it's going to feel daunting and it's going to feel like I'm going to feel trapped in it for a long time and it's going to be really arduous and just not fun. And like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess that's yeah. like, when I, when I envision myself doing it, this vision of myself does come up, right? Like I am kind of like predicting that in my future being like, Oh yeah, like that's how it's going to be. And it makes me want to avoid it instead of like having this vision of like maybe me watching a movie while I'm doing it and like folding, and you know, it's just like a peaceful activity or like, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, making it somehow positive in my mind when that like conjures up but I think it's just like I have such a negative association or something and it like scares me I don't know 
Yeah, I I definitely feel like there are a lot of negative associations for me with like laundry and dishes and because in my past like it's always been a thing you know like not doing the dishes so messy oh yeah yeah a lot of judgment yeah not doing the laundry or even always having to go to a laundromat laundromat and Mm. like sit there at the laundromat because I didn't always have laundry in the house and that was like a difficult task. And even though it's not a difficult task anymore, I still have that idea in my head that mm. it's a difficult task and it's not fun. And it's something yes. that, like, people tell me I have to do, but I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then once you label something like that, it gets very hard to change your thought pattern around it, right? Because every time, you know, and then it gets very like turns into that thing that you don't want to do. And I guess it is just about, like, finding ways to, like, make, like, have a new imprint of it. And maybe it is about just, like, doing it in a very different way or, like, making a thing out of it, but, like, in a different way. Kind of like we were saying, like, oh, having, like, a laundry day and, like, maybe, like, on laundry day you watch a certain show, right? And you fold the clothes on laundry day and you look forward to watching that show and you only, you know, you only, like, allow yourself those episodes on laundry day. I don't know. Yeah. Make, like, <laughs> you know, a something ritual like that. Yeah. Make a ritual. Make a, make it fun. Make, make, uh, tie in something that you know you enjoy to it already so you're not just, like, thinking of that task alone, <laughs> I guess. You're like tying it, you're tying in something that already has good associations. So you don't just have to change, like, because trying to change the associations of something from scratch can sometimes be hard. So sometimes it's nice to like tie in something that you already have a good association with. Um, You know? (laughs) I feel like laundry for me is one of those things I can put off for so long too. Like, already, like, in this moment I haven't done laundry for like three weeks maybe a month like I don't remember if I did laundry in February (laughs) which is like it's well uh, yeah and like yeah it's so hard because I mean especially now with the pandemic we definitely have to like hold ourselves to different you know like normals like there's definitely (laughs) you know but like yeah it's it's I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with, especially because with laundry, there's so many steps. And so I think it can really come across. And maybe, you know, a lot of people have negative imprints of it, you know. Mm -hmm. I definitely don't have very many positive imprints about laundry. Uh, That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I also think of it as maybe, like, another thing on the list, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, dishes, another thing on the list. Laundry, another thing on the list. When it's, like, even though those things aren't that bad or aren't that hard, it just like feels like it's building up or like, right. Yeah. It's like a freeze mm-hmm. kind of a reaction to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you get overwhelmed and then instead of like taking, using that, being like, okay, like I'm getting overwhelmed. Okay. I'm going to like recenter myself and then take action to, you know, try to fix what's overwhelming me right like try to (laughs) eliminate that it's like oh i things are overwhelming me okay well i guess i'm just gonna let it go (laughs) just just keep on going yeah right oh man yeah i mean that can also like honestly not to like bring everything back to trauma but like to think about if you come from an environment where like 
you are used to chaos or like used to just being overwhelmed for long periods of time, right? Or just maybe all the time being overwhelmed, then I don't know, maybe it's like it can feel almost familiar to do that to ourselves. Like just to like, like we don't have as much of a, like it's like a higher tolerance for that overwhelm almost like before you take action, you know, it's like, yeah, things get very overwhelming before you take action instead of like, Oh, I'm going to like work on managing the things that overwhelm me over time consistently. So I never get too overwhelmed and get into a freeze and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like working on it. But again, easier said than done because the emotions that go with all the things are so hard to get over. And <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. It's funny. Everyone has different things, too, that they procrastinate, you know? So. Um. <clears throat> like, it's weird. Like, I also heard something about procrastination that kind of made me think a little which was like sometimes you might procrastinate on things that you (laughs) you actually just like deep down don't want to do like you've convinced yourself and I don't mean even mean like don't want to do on a like oh I don't want to do that it's like a chore but like 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 life things or like certain things like hanging out with friends like maybe like you've just convinced yourself like yeah I really like doing this like I really like hanging out with this friend but you find yourself just like consistently kind of not wanting to do it mm-hmm. and maybe just looking at yourself I mean it's hard because sometimes it can just like you like we were saying come from emotions and like the emotions are too difficult but sometimes it can just come from like you just actually don't like it's not aligned with what you actually want and you just you know you're avoiding it because you actually don't want to do it genuinely from the heart I don't know if that makes sense but yeah that does yeah. make sense yeah. And you just convinced yourself that is what you want to do. Yeah. It's I'm hard. so worried about that, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to know if you're doing that, though. It's like how... Mm-hmm. That'd be so much awareness, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess probably what's good to know is, like, how do you actually feel while you're doing it, like, mm-hmm. most of the time? Like, do you actually feel joy sometimes while you do it? Because that's a good sign that you do actually want to do it. Yeah. And there might just be fear holding you back. But if you consistently, like, actually, I never get any, like, joy or even satisfaction at the end of it. Like, nothing. Like, nothing about this, like, <laughs> brings me any positivity, then you might just be procrastinating because you don't like there's just nothing in it for you like there's yeah Mm -hmm. so I but I do kind of get paranoid sometimes I'm like do I just not want to do this thing like actually about the podcast it's it's interesting because I was Mm. procrastinating the podcast for a long time and part of the procrastination turned into me being like wait do I even want to do a podcast like is this something I even want to do and then that made me almost procrastinate it even more (laughs) (laughs) because it then became so much more complicated so there's definitely a some pros and cons to that approach of thinking (laughs) totally I feel like I've thought that about school before too like Mm -hmm. do I want to be here right now do I have to you know yeah there are a lot of factors to that though like pressures from like society pressures from your circle like family friends whatever pressures from yourself 
Yeah. Yeah. Like you're saying, yeah, it all ties in. There's so many pressures. And then on top of it, it's like you have to take in your environment that you're in because, you know, your environment might lend towards you feeling more depressed. And if you're feeling more depressed, then obviously you're not going to be very motivated. (laughs) Like you're going to procrastinate stuff even more or like, you know, even if you're in a pandemic, that's something huge that could affect your productivity and your, you know what I mean? Like, so it's also just about looking at your individual circumstances too. And I guess at the end of it, it really does just come down to taking care of yourself and to getting help with your emotions and to, I don't know, you know, yeah, (laughs) all that good stuff, you know, all that good stuff. I feel like that's so important to remember, especially now, because like we are in a pandemic, like, so many places are in lockdown like you shouldn't leave your house and that's that's so much stress to go under like to be humans living in this time where this is happening like we should all be giving ourselves a break it's hard to remember that though but I know I feel like it is very hard and especially like I said you know we're living in society where there's a lot of ingrained like thoughts about productivity and you know your worth being tied to productivity so to have something that's kind of like halting your productivity can sometimes just be hard to adjust to or like hard to you know like I think it's bringing up a lot of feelings in people about feeling maybe worthless or like not like they're not an asset they're not like contributing or something even though, you know, it's important to do that, but also, like, our lives are more than that. Like, we are just humans, you know, and it's not all about what we can contribute and what we can produce all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's very hard, you know? So it's like we're in a pandemic, but then we're also, like, working with these roots that are so, you know, have some some nasty edges to it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. An underbelly. Yeah. Nasty underbelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I was wondering, like, also, I think something I wanted to explore is, like, if you remember procrastinating when you were younger, like, things you procrastinated on. Because I think, like, it started when I was young, for sure. But I haven't really, like, thought about it much and, like, what things and, like how that felt when I was younger, I guess. Cause like, Mm -hmm. I do remember with a lot of my schoolwork, majority of my schoolwork, I would wait until the night before. And I don't know exactly when that started, you know, but like, yeah, that definitely became my way of, of operating in school. That became my way of operating. And you know what the thing was, it didn't really affect me that badly. Like I felt like I still got pretty good marks, which is, made it even less motivating to change that way um so yeah that was really (laughs) not the best imprint for me you know Mm -hmm. I can totally relate to that I like I mean even when I was younger like very little up until like high school my nickname in my house was I will (laughs) like people just call me I will because I would say that to everything like if I was asked to do chores and stuff like can you do the dishes can you put this away I'd always be like I will I will and like put it off and Mm. yeah I can remember doing that at such like a young age 
It's interesting. Mm. Yeah, I wonder what the yeah, because that's interesting too. When it's like, I think part of procrastination can also maybe be a rebellion, you know, in a way of like maybe not feeling enough control or like you know wanting to have assert yourself or your Mm -hmm. sense of self. And so when you have people constantly telling you to do something or like ways to do things or something. It can be kind of an immediate reaction to be like, I will, or like, I will, but like have, again, like weird, like emotions around it or to just kind of push it off completely because you want to almost, I don't know, have a sense of yourself. Like it's very, I mean, it's very common for kids to do that, right? Like, you know, like when toddlers go through that, like no phase mm-hmm. of like, you know, they just say no to everything. I've heard that it's because, you know, we don't have a sense of self and we develop it as we get older, as, like ideally with like healthy parents. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> but um, there's a stage where, you know, the easiest way to assert yourself, uh, especially when you're young, is to say no to things, actually. So it's interesting. I wonder if sometimes procrastination can even be a form of that where someone asks you to do something and you just kind of want to assert yourself in a way, but don't have a healthy way to do it in your family for whatever reason. And so it turns into like, just kind of pushing things aside that people ask you to do because they ask you to do it. And you know that feeling when you do something and someone asks you to do it and it like ruins it, Yeah, you know, you're like, I was already going to do I that. that so much. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as they ask you, and I think it's because you, you feel like, you're having a moment where you're like, yeah, I want to do this. Like you're having a moment with your sense of self. Like you're like, Hey, I am looking inside myself and I want to do this task. And then your parent comes along and they're like, Oh, you should do the dishes or something. And it just totally robs you of that moment of like, I'm deciding to do something. And it turns into, Oh, I'm again, just, just referring to my parents of whatever I do. I'm, you know, looking to my parents to just dictate whatever I do. And everyone needs a, in a healthy way to move away from that and so maybe it's maybe that's related <laughs> that's true that's an interesting way to look at it i feel like it does put some control into your hands like and give you a sense of self for sure i think the yeah. saying no is very like strong i feel like i will mm-hmm. was kind of like uh a passive thing to just like get people to stop asking mm. and totally maybe that's because like my family like didn't stop asking i'm not sure i don't really remember oh right well yeah like that's kind of what i was wondering if like because if you don't indulge that sometimes when they're younger of like like you don't feel like you're allowed to say no enough when you're l- younger it can turn into like you know <laughs> it can like turn into things like that because you're like like you said, you, you learn that like you're saying no doesn't really matter. And so then, yeah, you're just answering to get people off your back. And then that's like the early stages of people pleasing. Yeah. Anyway. So it's like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's all connected. Like, it's, it's all like into the mental health. And like, honestly, I, I feel like I do that too. You know, I mean, just, just accepting things that maybe you even have no intention of doing mm-hmm. like ever. I mean, I've done that before just because, you know, your immediate instinct is to just, I mean, I hate to say, but like, feel like you have to like get people off your back, yeah, um, and just say whatever is going to please them. And and again, that's not even like you're not even looking at what you want. And I think that's why we can get so defensive when we feel like we want to do something and then we're robbed of that because so much of the people pleasing is like you're not 
looking at what you want at all. Like, you're just following whatever other people mm-hmm. want. And so, yeah, I I wonder, like, it's so interesting. And I just wonder how, like, sometimes I feel like I had that phase of, like, maybe I wasn't allowed to say no enough or I wasn't allowed to kind of assert myself enough when I was younger. Yeah. To the point where I think it comes out sometimes now in, like, kind of maladaptive ways. And sometimes it's, like, in my own head. Like, it's, like, I will want to do something or it's, like, I will want to do something, but it kind of, I guess reflects or like is similar to a voice maybe of a responsible person like oh maybe like I kind of want to be like take out the treasure I don't know like do something like responsible Mm -hmm. and that's literally literally, genuinely what I want to do but there's this part of me that is so uh defensive to that voice because it robbed me of my sense of self that I will rebel against that inside myself (laughs) because I just you know what I mean like I want to have that control but again it's because just I didn't have that enough when I was younger but I think that's like a good thing to have awareness of of like am I rebelling against myself like sometimes <laughs> just unnecessarily like not yeah that's true <laughs> yeah interesting line of thought who knows <laughs> who knew we would get here through <laughs> procrastination <laughs> oh, See the rabbit hole takes us is that a yeah. thing Go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, see where they're... Yes, exactly. See where the rabbit hole takes us. Okay, so I'm curious. um, What do you think... So, I don't really know the answer to this, but I'm just wondering, like... I'm kind of wanting to do a list of, like, kind of the most common things that people procrastinate. And we can probably... I'm sure we will probably be able to see, like, a common theme in most of them. Mm -hmm. But what do people procrastinate... Oh, uh, like, I don't know, getting their sticker replaced on their car, you know, like, you have to, like, get your thing renewed on your car. I guess, I feel like I've heard a lot of people, like, you know, and I guess <laughs> I'm probably avoiding going to the DMV, right? Yeah. The D- <laughs> uh, changing your address. Yes. Like, when mm-hmm. you move. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I moved two months ago. I haven't done that. So, right. It's and I guess what's the fear of there? It's like fear of because uh, those conversations with those people can sometimes be kind of, I don't know, a little cold. Yeah. <laughs> like depending on who you get. And so sometimes I feel like I avoid those because I'm like worried about getting someone who's like gonna like be kind of not like mean to me, but you know, just like kind of puts you off in a bad mood. Like you're kind of like, okay, like you're trying to be like, hey, how are you? And they're like, hi. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, mm. <laughs> and you know, I feel like sometimes I avoid those things because of that. For sure. I feel like <laughs> I have fear. like social anxiety too. So it can be hard. Like I find phone calls can be very nerve wracking sometimes, mm-hmm. calling for appointments. Uh, like taxes like you mentioned before probably very common for people to procrastinate yeah for sure yeah taxes um what other kind of things do people procrastinate um Man, it's just pretty much anything that people view as unpleasant basically yeah. <laughs> we're all just I guess we're just like kind of wanting to avoid the like displeasure right wanting to move towards pleasurable things in a way makes sense Mm -hmm. 
especially if we can't see the inherent reward right away i think that's also very hard sometimes that's why like i have to hack my brain of like okay yeah like i don't want to go walk and like uh send this uh, letter or something like i don't want to like have to mail this form somewhere and so i'm like okay well i'm gonna like get a coffee in between or i'm gonna like maybe listen to a podcast or like do something like some sort of thing that gives me some sort of gratification because i just my mind is like no <laughs> i don't want to do that thing yeah. <laughs> uh, what's in it for me what's in it for me you know they're like <laughs> where's my treat <laughs> For sure. I feel like I do the same thing with my, one of my classes. I just find the lecture so boring. I, like, I can't just sit at my desk and just sit there and listen. So for the past few weeks, I've been taking my laptop into the bathroom and taking a bath and having my online Mm. class playing because it's just a lecture. You're not really yeah exactly and it's made it a lot more bearable and i i don't like have a like a super bad impression of the class anymore it's not so boring because i'm doing something at the same time but still not yeah super distracted yeah it's kind of like what i was talking about before it's like taking something that already has a positive association for you that's yeah not too distracting or anything and then trying to tie that into something that that has a negative associate or maybe even neutral association like you're just starting it and then making that more of a positive imprint so then when you think about that task you're not thinking oh that class boring like sitting there for three hours like just remember it because your body has an imprint of that feeling right there was probably a time where yeah you you sat there for three hours and your body was like i do not want to do this right now and your your brain just remembers that it's like yep oh i've coded that yeah no that wasn't a good time i don't want to do that i don't want to do that again. <laughs> do that again yeah so it's like how do you and i think maybe that's a more fun way to look at procrastination instead of being like how do i get myself to do it? you know how do i stop being lazy mm-hmm. like how do i get my motivation my productivity up you know that's you know to me i guess maybe that works for some people and i don't want to knock it if that works for you actually cuz you know, that's great. If you get motivation from that, for me, that (laughs) never gives me motivation. So for me, a better way, I guess, to look at it is how do I make this fun for myself? How do I make this enjoyable for myself? Right. And maybe that's like a good perspective of like the thing that I don't want to do. How do I make it a little bit more bearable? How do I make it a little bit more enjoyable? And then when you do it and it's a little bit more enjoyable, you get a bit more of a positive imprint and then hopefully rinse and repeat that few times and then eventually you think about that task and you're like oh I love doing my taxes yeah (laughs) like I love doing laundry you know but uh that takes time to build of course like a habit but I feel like it's a more fun way to look at it you know definitely (laughs) is I find for me that approach of like just do it does not work for me like Mm -mm. just do it like (laughs) it's not that hard you know Mm -hmm. just get it done (laughs) Yes. It's like too hard. It's too harsh of a vibe for me. I'm like, I can't just do it, you know? Yeah. And not only is it too hard, like, well, it's not only too harsh, but for me, it just like kind of is ignoring the fact of like, why? Like, if I could just do it, I would have just done. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) there's a reason why I'm procrastinating. Like, 
if I could just tell myself, do it, it's not that hard, I would, and I would already be done by now. Like, I'm already doing that. Like, you don't know how many times that thought process runs through my head day, yeah. day to day. I'm like, do it, it's not that hard, dude, it's not that hard. But then, you know, still, I don't do it because, again, my brain just has such a negative association that it wants to keep me away from that situation. It's like, nope, like, I'm, I am designed to draw you to pleasurable things. That's what keeps you alive. So, like, I don't know why you want to go do your laundry. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know why you want to go to that scary place, that scary cave over there. You know, I mean, it makes sense. Like, evolutionarily, like, it makes sense. We don't want to go towards things that scare us or have unpleasant emotions because they usually were bad. But now it's like we're scared of, like, things that help us. So it's a little, <laughs> it's a little <laughs> cross wires yeah. there. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, (laughs) unlearning, relearning, reprogramming Mm -hmm. kind of thing, I guess, you know? That made me think of another thing that, uh, might be common for people to procrastinate is, uh, like self-care and like alone time and being with your, Uh, you know, I think that mm -hmm. that is a big one for some people. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like a lot of that is, I mean, sometimes I would kind of come to self-care with a place of like, from a place of I should, Mm -hmm. I should be doing this. And, you know, it really takes the joy of it out of it. And I know it's like, it's easier said than done to just be like, oh, just change your mindset. (laughs) Like, but it really did help. Like, I think over time, I just was introduced to this idea. And then over time, like, there are a few things now where, like, I genuinely do it with more joy. Like, I'm more like, no, I want to do that. Like, this is like, I feel nice when I do this. Like, I feel good when I do this, you know, and it comes away from more from that place than a, again, I guess it's one of those, like, uh, another thing on the list, like you're saying, sometimes self-care can feel like another thing on Mm -hmm. the list. And then, and then it becomes very, you know, you procrastinate it because you're just putting it into that box of like, oh, yeah, things that aren't pleasant. Like, I have to do them instead of looking at it as like it's genuinely a treat for yourself. Like self-care should feel good. I mean, some parts of self-care obviously don't yeah. feel that great, but <laughs> like self-care for the most part can feel really good. And it doesn't have to be like I got to get up at 6 a.m. and drink a green smoothie and run and meditate. Yeah. And, and if that's what brings you joy, that's fine. But, like, I think just a lot of people get into this, like, again, another should mentality, another, like, tasks and, like, being productive is, like, self-care. And I don't know. It's just – it just flips the whole thing on its head because, like, it's – yeah, that's not what it's about. It's, like, the opposite of self yeah. <laughs> oh. Going to the gym, exercise, mm. put that up. That's, like mm-hmm. – what the number one bucket list not bucket list new year's eve what do you call it oh yeah new year's resolution resolution. that like who i wonder what percentage of people like follow up on those right i i know i actually think there are studies and i think that that you know i mean don't quote me but i think that the percentages are pretty low um of people falling through with and yeah again exercise it's such a shame you and i have talked about this a lot of times but it's such a shame that exercise has this association with like weight loss and like oh burning the fat and like you know being like i don't know it's very like hard and like you know no pain no gain that kind of like 
you push yourself like you know there's just that kind yeah. of culture which again if that's what motivates you totally fine but I find that obviously a lot of people if you know a lot that's the number one goal and a lot of people don't follow through with that it seems like a lot of people that's not working for them and so for me I'm just like I wish it was just and I, I guess we're going more towards this but I just wish it was more of a like we all love moving our bodies when we're kids right like it's fun like you can find a fun way to move your body and it's again it's self-care that feels good and feels fun and like you enjoy it and it doesn't have to be this like I got to go to the gym and punish myself for three hours, you know, and then you're procrastinating it because you never have a good time. So you never end up exercising. Like how, how much healthier is that? Yeah. (laughs) Where does that leave you? It leaves you in the same spot as not even thinking about exercising and not doing it at all. Right. You in the same position. That is literally like that breaks my mind sometimes I'm like I hate that it's like it's like there's some things where it's like you by trying so hard and by thinking about a certain way where you have to do it it ends up you end up not doing yeah. it you know it's so ironic it <laughs> yeah like I you know uh I think you've shared before just like some negative imprints you had of exercise maybe we could just both share our like negative imprints and then maybe more positive ones that we've had now because I think it's I've definitely had some more positive imprints and it helps me procrastinate on that less you know because I've had some actually fun times yeah (laughs) I think a huge one for me was that like exercise the way I thought of it when I was in high school and like younger was going to the gym and like go to the gym and like Mm -hmm. being with people and I have so much social anxiety around that and like Mm -hmm. being at the gym with like people who may or may not be judging me that was like a huge negative association with with exercise and that like exercise was one thing and I didn't even think of like the things that I do love doing as exercising, like going for walks or like dancing for some people, dancing, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just enjoyable activities that aren't like seen as like conventional exercise. And that's like just yeah. as valid as exercise as anything else so yeah your body still views it the same way like your body's still getting the good benefits of exercise the health because there are like proven health benefits of exercise like I'm you know it's obviously like something that quote-unquote we should do I mean maybe not should but like if you want to be healthy if you want to like it's definitely something that humans thrive on yeah let's just say that and so yeah it's it's hard when you don't find a way to do that that is enjoyable (laughs) I don't know that huge thing would be um like body image and that whole thing attached to exercise Mm. yeah yeah it really turns it into a punishing thing you know when you're thinking about like Again and again, you know, this could work for some people. You know, if you if you're motivated, you get really motivated by like focusing on your abs or like, you know, maybe getting your butt to be look a certain way or whatever. Like if that's what you truly drives you and brings you joy, like I'm not here to knock that. But again, for me and I and I know I know for some people that, you know, 
if I focus on that too much, it just becomes very demotivating. And again, you're also not going to see those results right away. So I think it's better to have your motivation be around something that you're actually going to feel right away. <laughs> you know, you're probably going to stay much more motivated. And so for me, that's just, I feel good when I exercise. Like I feel good. Like I feel fresh. Like it feels refreshing. It feels, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of benefits after the fact when I do exercise it, I don't know. It's just like, there's a lot of positive things in the moment that are happening that I think can kind of be forgotten when you're just so focused on like the future and the result and the, the, like the product, which is like your body looking a certain way, you know? And I think that for me is very limiting way of thinking. It is limiting. It is. And like you said, it doesn't show right away. So like you could be consistently exercising for weeks and weeks and like, and pushing yourself and if that's your motivation and you don't see results like after that long like for me anyway it it can be so demotivating right yeah exactly you're like why yeah. am I even doing it? like what's the point like I'm not getting the results that I <laughs> am doing this for you know and but if your result is oh, I want to just feel better and I want to feel refreshed and I want to maybe have better sleep or something like that. Or like, I don't know, just uh, if it's stretching, like to feel Mm -hmm. like a little bit more comfortable and like less stiff or something like that. That those things come pretty quick with with exercise and with movement, like they come pretty quick. And so I think that's a way better scale to go off of if you're really concerned about making it a regular part of your life. Right. And so that's why a lot of people when they're just so focused on the weight loss, I'm like, if you really want to, like, your true goal is to make people healthier, like, healthier and to have a healthier lifestyle, it's probably best to not focus on the weight, right? Like, just maybe ask them yeah. what they like to do or, like, you know, like, what, oh, like, what kind of, you know, how do you like to, what songs do you like to dance to? Or, like, oh, where do you like to go walk around you? You know, like, like why does it have to be so tied in with that stuff that, again, has that stuff weight loss and all that stuff already has so many negative associations with people that again it makes exercise this thing that you procrastinate it's just such a shame because it can be such a lovely thing like such a nice oh it can nice be thing, to get <laughs> your energy out to express yourself i've been finding that with like dancing you know i don't do that that much but and i still have this like embarrassment around dancing and like dancing mm-hmm. in front of people when it's so just like it's just movement right there's no like there's professional dancers and stuff but like just dancing in itself anybody can do that and like you know what i mean yeah yeah literally yeah but i guess it is like it's uh it's kind of vulnerable and again there can be judgment judgment around people saying you're a bad dancer or something. I mean, yeah. I don't know how often that happens, but there's definitely like <laughs> that stigma I go that like For sure. fear is there. I find that too. I mean, it definitely like sometimes even when I'm dancing alone, I get like I'm like, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know, you get self-conscious uh for a second, but dancing is I mean, with stuff like that, it's like you're not only getting the benefits of exercise, but I feel like dancing can even be almost a meditative thing where you do have to like let go of certain thoughts to actually be in your body and feel the music and feel the beat. And that's what dancing is mm-hmm. about is being in your body, right? And 
not being distracted by the thoughts in your head. And so that can even be a meditation in itself just to dance and to try to fully get into it and embody it. And that is like so many more benefits than like, yeah. oh, my butt's going to look at <laughs> That's just how I, that's again, my totally biased opinion. Uh, if that is what motivates you again, you know, I can't, I mean, I'm not, yeah, like I'm so specific because of my experiences. Um, and obviously my negative experiences and my, the way my brain works. <laughs> and everyone so, loves different forms but, of exercise uh, yeah. too, you know, like I know some people who are like, who love like heavy heavy lifting you know and if that's your thing go for it that's mm-hmm. awesome go yeah yeah I think it's actually it's interesting because I remember my my uh ex-boyfriend's dad weirdly like my first boyfriend ever he I was like making I think I was like making a beef beef pot pie with him or something and he was just we were having a good time together and we were just talking and he was like you know like when it comes to exercise like all you really have to do is just find something you love and and once you find something you love then that's it <laughs> you just love it you know and he's i just think that's a really good piece of advice cuz so true like once you find something you love and it becomes more about i'm exercising right now it's just there's so many it's just a fun thing it's like a fun hobby in your life and it, and again it takes away those negative associations and it becomes there's so much positive to it that you mm-hmm. actually get excited to do it and of course there're going to be days where you don't want to do things but the overall feeling i'm talking about like the overall feeling about it you know and i just think a lot of people don't even think that's possible to feel that way but it's so possible and yeah it's just about I guess looking for more joy in your life, you know, looking for more what makes you actually feel good. Like, what so do you actually true. enjoy? You know, I feel like some of the things that I've gravitated towards and that like bring me joy is probably like walking. I love going on long walks. It's so. Mm-hmm. And recently, walking with no music, I still always listen to music, but it's nice to just listen to the noises around you sometimes and. It makes it easier to think. And uh, biking yeah. is really fun. Going on bike rides. Mm-hmm. And stretching more recently. I've gotten into stretching just because sitting on like the computer, being home all the time, uh, I've been feeling so stiff. And like just calling a friend and talking while while you stretch that can be so fun and put so many like positive imprints on that activity for me yeah yeah and again you're and you're probably doing it more in a way of like not like oh i have to be yeah. able to touch my toes or i have to you're just literally like in your body and like oh like you know when you stretch and it's just literally like when you're in bed when you wake mm-hmm. up and it just like feels good you're like oh this feels delicious like <laughs> you're just like mm. That is like how I stretch now. I'm not like, oh, I have to go to some routine. And that's helped me so much too. Like I usually stretch before bed just because it it just relaxes me. Like I just want to do it. Like, again, it's not something on the list and and that kind of thing. And yeah, I love love stretching too. I've been loving um, walks too. I've also like, me and Sean were walking the other day and we went to, you know, by where we live, um, there's the school and then there's like, (laughs) a lot of those hills right like big hills and 
when they're when it's snowy they are so good for tobogganing and actually for my job I'm a nanny the kids gave me um a toboggan for Christmas last year like a little it's like a light little like that is so fun sled toboggan thing and I was thinking like it'd be so fun to go on a walk because I love going on a walk anyway and going up those hills like that's actually something I find a lot of joy in is I love like walking up hills or hiking like getting you know going somewhere and you get to the top and you just kind of like I don't know it's like a nice feeling um so I like that, but how fun would it be to after that? You just slide down and you get that adrenaline. Like, I feel like that would bring me so much joy. And that is such, like, if you want to think about it as exercise, yeah, it's such good exercise. But, like, really, I guess I think we should just trust more that our joy is going to probably direct us towards things that are good for us, right? Because things that are good for us usually feel pretty good <laughs> if we actually take the time to allow them to feel good and to... Yeah, Not just be a chore that's a great one, <laughs> tobogganing. I've been wanting to do late night tobogganing recently. It can be so fun. Right. And oh I remember God. just, like, when I have been tobogganing, by the end of it, you are, like, drenched in sweat. Like, it is actually so <laughs> exercise. Oh, you are. Yeah. I don't even realize it in the moment. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, I feel like that's what we should be going towards more. It's just experiences that we're just enjoying and, you know, trusting that they're Mm going to be good for us, you know, or just kind of taking joy in like those experiences. Because I don't know, I feel like, yeah, procrastination, like the more that I talk about it and the more I think about it, it does just seem a lot about like taking those things you have negative imprints for and just trying to make them more fun, trying to make them more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Like it makes sense, like you know. And sometimes you need to tie other things to it that are already positive to maybe just make it a bit more bearable (laughs) because some tasks are really unbearable. They really, really are, you know? Um, I think that because it's an hour now, maybe we can wind down this conversation. Um, but it was good to have you on the podcast. I feel like this yeah. is actually a very good conversation. I think we got into some interesting <laughs> for sure Gave uh, me tangents, some insights, you know? so yeah, I know, and I'm glad because I have been procrastinating doing this podcast for a long time because maybe again it was something that I'd like put on the list or something I had to do, and so. Yeah. It's nice to get a positive Look imprint too of it. Just like yeah. you did it's just it. It's a fun conversation. <laughs> yeah, right? It did it. I <laughs> I stood up to my procrastination monster. <laughs> and I was like, no, we're having fun today. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. But yeah, um yeah, don't procrastinate following <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Or <laughs> if you want to follow uh, Brandon and I and just get more of our content and see more of us, we both have Instagram. My Instagram is just Sunny Paxton, easy to remember. And um, I also have Tin Can as well. It's a live podcasting app. I'm also Sunny Paxton on there as well. Those are my socials. And if Brandon, you want to yeah. share any socials, I've got you Instagram. Have to share. It's Keanu Design. Q-U-I-A-N-O design. Just like piano. Can be confusing, but... (laughs) And... (laughs) 
Yeah, and I will also put that in the show notes too. So yeah. Awesome. Anything else um, you want to It was to so nice talking to you and doing this podcast. I was, to be honest, a little nervous about this. <laughs> but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's totally cool just having a conversation for everyone to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I hope you listen again because we're going to be having more conversations like this. And yeah, I hope you come on again Branwyn because I could talk to you for hours about anything basically so yeah thank you so much for coming on and yeah guys check out Keanu Design she's a very talented graphic designer and uh yeah I'll leave every every uh thing that we mentioned all the info in the show notes so you guys can just click on that and yeah have a wonderful day Bye. bye everyone